Hello? Hello? Is there anybody out there? Oh, no, 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 no. Stop the music. Stop the music. I'm not lonely. I'm alone. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I have a bit of a confession to make. Um, the actual episode that I recorded for this is actually something that I listened to again and I wasn't sure how I felt about it. But I find that I'm making this podcast because I want to actively overcome my need for perfectionism, first of all. I want to become more consistent in my creativity and in my production. And I want to allow myself to be honest and vulnerable about how I'm feeling um, in relationship to the topics that I'm talking about. And so with that in mind, a little disclaimer before I guess you get into the actual real episode. Um, Also, another disclaimer, I am in New York City right now. And so there's probably some background noise. So uh, please be patient with me, whether it's cars driving by or people laughing and living their lives outside the window. It's uh, as long as you can hear me crystal clear. I hope you still enjoy the ride of whatever this episode is going to bring your way. There definitely is a lot of vulnerability in this episode. There's a lot of honesty in terms of talking about where I am or at least where I was in my life at this point because I think when I recorded this, this was like a couple of weeks ago now. So I'm in a very different place, a very different state of mind. But I still find that this topic that I felt inspired to do for episode two, which is I'm not alone, I'm lonely, is a very relevant one. As I'm going to dive into, I the other things I feel like this episode is very repetitive, if I do say so myself, but I have no apology about it. Um, it's just that if you choose to, do, to listen to it, uh, thank you for that. And I hope you enjoy it because they're definitely is a lot in it, but at the same time, I am aware of the fact that it was more of like a free-flowing thought process, being honest about how I was feeling in relationship to the topic, and uh, all that being said. (laughs) Oh, New York, what a lovely place. Well, yeah, so I hope you enjoy the actual real episode of this week. And without further ado, here's the actual episode two of I'm Not Lonely, I'm Alone. Okay. Mwah. Hello and welcome. Today we're going to be talking about the opposite spectrum of I'm not lonely, I'm alone. I feel like this topic is really important because it kind of feeds into the main narrative of what this podcast is exploring the concept of redefining what aloneness means and recognizing that it does not necessarily have to equate loneliness and that there is beauty and solitude so i want us to explore today the other side which is i'm not alone i'm lonely and this is something that can help feed into your journey of 
I'm not lonely, I'm alone. Because oftentimes when we find ourselves feeling lonely in the presence of others, it is because we have not fully understood who we are and the value that we bring into the world. And therefore we tend to be around people or feel like this is the best we can do in relationship to others that don't really value us for all that we can offer to the world and all that we can offer to them for simply existing, for simply being ourselves. Being alone is not the issue as much as being lonely in the presence of other people. And that is why the whole idea of I'm not lonely, I'm alone is that it is possible for you to get to a place where you no longer feel loneliness, even when you are in the presence of others and even when you are alone. The biggest issue in my personal opinion is that feeling of loneliness when you are in the company of others. What does this mean and how can we redefine that so that we can attract people into our lives who actually want to appreciate us for all that we are. Oftentimes, this can manifest as being in a room full of people who don't understand you or spending time in places where your voice feels unheard. You could be in a group of people and trying to add your two cents and it feels like nobody hears you. And chances are they might not actually hear you at all because I feel like no matter if you speak loud or soft, people who really care about what you have to say will make the time to listen. And if you're in a group of people who really value your opinion, they will know who you are already, whether it is that you talk softly or otherwise, and they will make the space to hear you out. But if people start to resent you for that, then that means that you are in the company of others who don't like you for who you are. And that is where that feeling of loneliness can seep in and you think it is you. You're the problem and you're the one who needs to become someone that these people will like. When in reality, it could just be that you have not yet seen your value and therefore you don't know how to be in the presence of other people who actually do see your value. And we might shy away from relationships where people actually hear us if we don't know what it feels like to be heard. So you could also be afraid to spend time by yourself. You'd rather be with people who don't care to notice you because you think that, okay, it's better for me to be in the presence of these people, even if I don't really feel understood, because the alternative is I have to spend time alone. I have to learn to enjoy my own company. And I'm afraid if I do that, I'm going to be stuck in that space forever. But I don't believe that that's the case. The thing is, when you give yourself the space to really understand who you are and to understand how to appreciate your own company, you will begin to create new habits in your life that are conducive to you attracting and being in the company of others who share the same interests as you, who want to talk about the same things as you, and who actually want to hear what you have to say about those topics. People who won't belittle you or straight up ignore you or people who won't just entertain you without actually just appreciating you and it might feel a little bit belittling at some times and so that doesn't have to be your experience in this life but you cannot receive if you're holding on to something that you so desperately keep saying that you want to let go of something that you so desperately keep telling yourself well I don't think I deserve this but I don't seem to see any other examples in my reality or around me of people who won't treat me this way. So I should just continue to be complacent and enjoy 
these people anyway. That is not going to lead you to a world of fulfillment. It's going to lead you to a world of complacency. So when you recognize that you have this repeating pattern of spending time with people with whom by the end of the day, you feel depleted or stressed, or you feel like you weren't even really in the room, more of like a side character rather than a part of the main cast of a, of a show. You don't want to be a, a side supporting character. You want to be with people who see you as a part of their main cast. And so it's okay to acknowledge that, you know what? I am lonely and I want to see how this loneliness is reflecting onto the kind of situations and circumstances that I allow to perpetuate in my life. And that is where you might have to make the hard choice of choosing aloneness. And at first it might feel like loneliness, but something that helped me through this process that I had is I had to ask myself, okay, I'm alone right now. And yes, I do feel lonely, but how did I feel in the presence of people who I wasn't really sure if I was being my true and fullest self anymore. I wasn't really sure if they really cared about the things I care about or if they, if they even want to hear about those things anymore. Because sometimes people can sit with you for a while and like hear it out. But if you're not feeling that connection, they'll know, you'll know whether it can be articulated or not. It's on a deep emotional and spiritual level. And so you might have to take that space and then begin to ponder with yourself I might feel lonely on my own, but how was I feeling in the presence of those other people? I was feeling lonely there too. So I feel like it is more of a sane action to spend time by yourself and experience that loneliness by yourself and to be in a room full of people who make you feel lonely because that is just multiplied torture. When you are on your own, you really start to understand what this loneliness feeling is. What does it mean in your life? What does it mean in terms of where you want to go, where you've been, and the things that you're passionate about? And then you can begin to lean into those things more consistently and with more passion because you'll have the time and the space to really focus on those things and those endeavors, whatever they might be. The same can be attributed to relationships or situationships where you find yourself kind of settling with people just because you're so afraid of being single. You're so afraid of understanding what you are independent of other people. When the reality is when you know who you are, when you meet other people, they will not be able to take that identity away from you. And anytime you catch someone trying to do that, you will know to remove yourself. You won't have to be someone who is trapped in other people's mind games or other people's false intentions because you will know what values make you feel like the life you're living is worth living. Because oftentimes when you are in these relationships and situationships, romantic or otherwise, where you don't fully feel chosen, it is because on some level, you have yet to even choose yourself. You don't know who you are. You don't know what values you bring into the world. And so you're afraid that if you leave this person, you're going to feel as if this is just confirming that I'm not worthy to be chosen. When in reality, if we look closely, this person's action is already showing us that they don't choose us. And on some level, it's because we are not ready to choose ourselves 
when you choose yourself, you'll be able to recognize relationships and connections that choose you too. I remember one day when I had just gone to hang out with someone that I so badly wanted to choose me, and we had a really nice day. And then later on that day, I went to an event and I was talking to this other person. And before I really even said much about myself, they summed it up in such a quick and easy way that showed me that they didn't even know me, but they already saw me. And I remember that day feeling like a sense of shock. I was so shocked that I didn't really even know what to say to them after what they had said. Because they, I don't know, I was basically talking about what I want to do with my life and they basically summed it up by saying, oh, wow, like you seem like someone who really cares about other people. And I never really described myself as that. But at the end of the day, I do care about other people. I care about people choosing themselves because by choosing yourself, you are often able to better bring the qualities that are important to you to the world. Like choosing yourself can often be a, 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 a sacrificing thing because not everyone who does something that they their spirit wants them to do is doing it from a selfish place. So I know that this might not be a one-size-fits-all, but in my scenario, I do the things that I feel called to do because it makes me feel like life is worth living to share that with the world and help them live a better life. But this person said something along those lines. And I was honestly kind of so shook that I kind of like had to take a step back. They were about to go somewhere with their friend and they were like, do you want to join? But I was already so overwhelmed from the day, from hanging out with the person earlier and then from having this quick but seen conversation with this random person. And I was just like, I think I'm going to hang back um, and I'll see you, I guess, when you get back. But we didn't really interact again throughout the night because there was just so much going on. I don't think I've ever seen that person since. But I do remember that on that day, that conversation and the way that they said what they said was really eye-opening because it had been a while since I had been in the presence of someone who so quickly seemed to see me and value that, even though they didn't know me. But one thing I want to pay, like bring your attention to is the fact that I was not ready to receive that. And so I shied away from it. I literally needed a, like a moment to, to process what just happened. And moving, like fast forwarding past that day and to where I am right now, I'm able to see how the kinds of relationships that I was allowing myself to be a part of were ones where I had to prove my worth to people, genuinely wanting to do good things for others, but I was doing it for people who could not receive it, people who would take it for granted, doing things because I thought that, oh, if I do this, this person will see how much I care about them and then they'll care about me the same way. No, that's not how it works. What you need to do first is focus in on who you are, what you care about, and how you want to bring that into the world, not only for yourself, but for others, because that is where a fulfilled life comes from. And when you're doing that, you find that you don't really struggle with this idea of loneliness as much anymore, because you have a reason to get up every day that is not completely saturated with the need for external validation. You are able to do things because you genuinely care about them and you are like you are on your way to meeting the right people who want to help you on that journey and who care about those things too. People who, when they meet you, they will be able to quickly see and summarize, oh, wow, like you're this kind of person. That's really cool. 
And you will most likely be able to do the same thing with them because you'll just have this mutual care and understanding over the same topic. And it will not be on a superficial level because oftentimes superficial relationships are ones where we just hang out with people out of this fear of loneliness. And when in reality, hanging out with the wrong crowd only begets even more loneliness. There's nothing worse than being in a room full of people who don't understand you and don't care to, and they might not even be aware of it themselves. When I have, when I, when I was experiencing this, the strongest in my life, I had a group of people that I really cared about and I still love them, but we don't talk anymore. And it's just that I kind of reached this point where I realized like, no matter how much you care about a person, if you don't feel like your value is being seen, then you need to reevaluate the time that you're spending with those people. It's not to say that you might never see them again, that you might never reconnect again. It's just to say, in a way, it feels like God or the universe is telling you, hey, you need to take space from these people because even if you don't, eventually they're going to take space from you. And it's not like a run before they run type of scenario. It's kind of like a mutual understanding. Like my friendship with these people just slowly started to go further away from each other. We started seeing each other less and less, the point where we just like didn't see each other at all. And although, of course, it was not a comfortable, you know, undoing, it felt necessary. And so I never, I didn't really have any heartbreak because I personally don't like to have dramatic exits or situations and things like that. But sometimes it does happen, but I'm grateful that in this case, it didn't happen that way. It was more of like a quiet and slow goodbye um, or see you later, which I can't even say. Like only God and the universe knows what's going to happen in the future. You know, our creator is the only one that knows the story that's being created at any given time. And so I don't ever see anything in absolutes. I just kind of accept things as they are. Um, and actually... Speaking of that, I did say that sometimes I would add Bible verses. So let's see. There was one that, that popped up for me the other day. And I really liked what I had to say. Where was it? Okay. It's 1 Corinthians 13. Um, and it is, it starts in number eight. It says, love never fails, but whether there are prophecies they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away. And I've read that verse before, as I, I might have mentioned, but I recently read the entire Bible, so I know it pretty well. But the thing about reading spiritual texts, any type of spiritual text where you can really feel the presence of God coming through, um, and it's not like the presence of like the man or the writer or the woman, whoever it is that wrote it, but you can feel when it's coming from the creator. But when I was reading this chapter again, the other day, I just opened my app randomly and I felt like I saw it in a completely different light because what came through to me as I was reading that was basically like the fact that there was a period of my life where I was really into tarot readings. And honestly, the grace of God is what pulled me away from that. I have no desire for it anymore. It really felt like an emotional and mental trap because you kind of get stuck in this desire and this need to know everything and to know the future. But the thing is, 
when you really start to surrender to this feeling of acceptance of who you are, where you are, and knowing that just because you're alone does not mean you have to be lonely, you start to walk with the creator in a way where your spirit is literally just at peace. You might not be where you want to be. Even me, as I'm making this podcast, I'm not exactly where I want to be in my life in terms of external things, but in terms of internal things, I am where I've always yearned to be in my life. There was nothing I wanted more than to finally reach this emotional point where I can spend like extended periods of time by myself and not feel crushed by loneliness and not feel like I'm not enough or feeling invalidated by my existence. I'm no longer at that point. I'm now at a point where I'm able to enjoy my own presence and all of these things I used to seek, which was prophecies of my future, knowing things going to happen, knowledge and all of these things. I realize now that those were all things that could only be in part. They don't know the full story. But when you walk with love, and to me, love is that holy presence of of God and the Holy Spirit. And you can use it in any way. I'm not trying to push religion on you. It's just that this language is the only way that I can articulate these things that I'm feeling. Because at the end of the day, a lot of emotions that people feel when they are walking with their creator is really ineffable. You cannot put it into words. You just have to desire that. And when you have that desire in your heart for peace, for well-being, for a life that is for your greater good, your emotional state just shifts. You can experience things and not feel it in the way that others might, the existential, fear-driven way. Instead, you see it through the eyes of the creator and you kind of try to accept the fact that you might not see everything, but the thing is all the things that we're seeing in part have passed away. You just see that At the end of the day, because you have now reached a point where you are in communication with your creator and trusting the fact that it wants the best for you and you are willing to take the steps that it tells you to take towards that life. And a lot of those things are pretty simple, like letting go of bad habits, spending time around people who share your values and care about what you have to say. And those people don't have to be where they like be there right there and then. A great example is a lot of people who, you know, do this preaching things and even Jesus himself spend time with uh, like people that others considered sinners. But at the end of the day, they understood him. So it's not really necessarily about just how things look on the outside. It's about how the things feel on the inside. It's about how your spirit feels when you move in the community of these people and with others. And so at the end of the day... All of that is to say that when you allow yourself to surrender to the process of your life, recognizing that it is okay to walk away from the things that are in part, the things that don't fully fulfill you, and walk blindly into the feeling of being loved, being taken care, like being taken care of, and being appreciated for who you are intrinsically and not necessarily who you are in terms of the world's acclamations or in terms of where you're going to be in the future, you are able to live a life that is more aligned with this sense of well-being. And therefore, you will be able to walk away from the emotional situations, situationships, and relationships 
that make you feel unworthy, that cause you to feel lonely in a room full of people, you don't have to feel that way. You can live a life where you are moving towards a consistency of recognizing the beauty of who your of what your presence has to offer and therefore being able to bring that out into the world with more fervor and with more grace. So yeah, that is what I mainly wanted to talk about today in today's episode. Thank you for listening to this episode and I hope that it has helped you recalibrate what it means for you to be lonely in a room full of people and that it can guide you towards a life where even when you are alone, you don't feel lonely. And therefore, when you are in the group of the right people, you will know because you will not feel lonely. I like being quiet sometimes, but if you are quiet in the presence of the right people, it is beautiful silence. It is like meditation. So all that is to say, thank you once again, sending you all so much love. And remember, just because you're alone does not mean you have to feel lonely.